chapter 4 of Exodus. In the Shokan translation, scheduled for Saturday of the first week of reading Exodus in 2016, Moshe spoke up. He said, But they will not trust me, and will not hearken to my voice. Indeed, they will say, Yahweh has not been seen by you. Yahweh said to him, What is that in your hand? He said, A staff. He said, Throw it on the ground. He threw it on the ground, and it became a snake. And Moshe fled from its face. Yahweh said to Moshe, Send forth your hand. Seize it by its tail. He sent forth his hand, took hold of it, and it became a staff in his fist. So that they may trust that Yahweh, the God of their fathers, the God of Avraham, the God of Yitzhak, and the God of Yaakov, has been seen by you. Yahweh said further to him, Pray, put your hand in your bosom. He put his hand in his bosom, and then he took it out, and here, his hand had tsarat, like snow. Then he said, Return your hand to your bosom. He returned his hand to his bosom, then he took it out of his bosom, and here, it had returned to be like his other flesh. So it shall be. If they do not trust you, and do not hearken to the voice of the former sign, that they will put their trust in the voice of the latter sign. And it shall be, if they do not put their trust in even these two signs, and do not hearken to your voice, then take some water out of the Nile, pour it out on the dry land, and the water that you take from the Nile will become blood on the dry land. Moshe said to Yahweh, Please, my lord, no man of words am I. Not from yesterday, not from the day before, not even since you have spoken to your servant. For heavy of mouth and heavy of tongue am I. Yahweh said to him, Who placed the mouth in human beings? Or who is it that makes one mute or deaf or open-eyed or blind? Is it not I, Yahweh? So now, go. I myself will be there with your mouth. I will instruct you as to what you are to speak. But, he said, Please, my lord, pray send by whose hand you will send. Yahweh's anger flared up against Moshe. He said, Is there not a har on your brother, the Levite? I know that he can speak. Yes, speak well. And here he is even going out to meet you. When he sees you, he will rejoice in his heart. You shall speak to him. You shall put the words in his mouth. I myself will be there with your mouth and with his mouth, and will instruct you as to what you shall do. He shall speak for you to the people. He, he shall be for you a mouth, and you, you shall be for him a God. And this staff, take in your hands, with which you shall do the signs. Moshe went and returned 
to Yitro, his father-in-law, and said to him, Pray let me go and return to my brothers that are in Egypt, that I may see whether they are still alive. And Yitro said to Moshe, Go in peace. Now Yahweh said to Moshe and Midian, Go, return to Egypt, for all the men who sought to take your life have died. So Moshe took his wife and his sons and mounted them upon a donkey to return to the land of Egypt. And Moshe took the staff of God in his hand. Yahweh said to Moshe, When you go to return to Egypt, see all the portents that I have put in your hand you are to do before Pharaoh. But I will make his heart strong-willed so that he will not set the people free. Then you are to say to Pharaoh, Thus says Yahweh, my son, my firstborn is Israel. I said to you, Send free my son, that he may serve me. But you have refused to send him free. So here I will kill your son, your firstborn. Now it was on the journey at the night camp that Yahweh encountered him and sought to make him die. Zipporah took a flint and cut off her son's foreskin. She touched it to his legs and said, Indeed, a bridegroom of blood are you to me. Thereupon, he released him. Then she said, Bridegroom of blood upon the circ circumcision cuttings. Now Yahweh said to Aharon, Go meet Moshe in the wilderness. He went, he encountered him at the mountain of God, and he kissed him. And Moshe told Aharon of all Yahweh's words with which he had sent him, and all the signs with which he had charged him. Moshe and Aharon went, and they gathered all the elders of the children of Israel. And Aharon spoke all the words to which Yahweh had spoken to Moshe. He did the signs before the people's eyes. The people trusted. They hearkened that Yahweh had taken account of the children of Israel, and he had seen their affliction. And they bowed low and did homage. So ends the fourth chapter. So ends the first week of us reading Exodus in 2016, this time from the Shokin Bible translation. Saturday of this first short week in Lent, chapter 4, Moses is equipped for this mission from God. We're still on this conversation between God and Moses after the burning bush. Moses objects a third time. God equips him with a staff that turns into a snake, a hand that turns leprous and then returns to health. Another sign of the water from the Nile turned to blood and back. Pile of proofs. What do you make of it? Can you re-enchant your worldview and imagine... How you claim authority and how arbitrary it is. And then let's wonder, this time, 
unlike previous times, a little bit more about this offer. Not only of escaping and beggaring those you're leaving, but invading and displacing those indigenous people already there. Moses goes back to Yitro, a.k.a. Ruel, has permission to move back to join his people in the Nile Delta in Egypt and see how they're doing. So why does God wait till after the request to tell Moses to go? Because now all who'd sought to kill him as a young hothead have died. I still want to ask who told these stories to whom over centuries and why the northern, the southern, the priestly voices and why we carry the wrong reading into the wrong social location. Which was Zipporah circumcising Son Garsham. What's the idea to make your child part of an us and not leave it for him to choose later? What do you make of it? That's what matters. What side of the fence are you on? And who's there with you?